Dr. Mounts and CJ here. We've got breaking UFO, UAP news. But first, here's Larry. All Things Unexplained. Hosted by Dr. Mounts. Let's face it, we were always ready to roll without him anyway. <laughs> CJ Derringer. Ain't nobody perfect, right? And Smitty Neves. I've never planned out hardly anything my whole life. Award winning pen. Featuring Cajun Man. I'm just old nobody, somebody looking for somebody. Hello, all you unexplained ones. This is CJ Derringer. We are coming at you with some breaking news coming out of the Department of Defense or some subset of that. It's really hard to tell when you get into the article. <laughs> but yes, we have a new program that has been created to help us figure out what has been seen in terms of unidentified aerial submersible intermixable phenomena. <laughs> that, that's so, right. Tim, you first brought this to my attention. And where did you hear of this update? Well, f well, first, I think we need to go back to the beginning here. I want to ask you a question, though, CJ. What does UAP stand for? And I mean that. What do I think it stands yeah, for? Right. Unidentified aerial phenomena. That's right. So let's let's remember that because that's what I thought it stood for too. Unidentified aerial phenomenon. I even Googled it just now just to make sure what does UAP stand for? Because, you know, the NASA press releases, all the new Department of Defense press releases, all the Senate Pentagon press releases, they all have switched from UFO, unidentified flying object, of course, to UAP. And apparently UAP is not necessarily unidentified aerial phenomenon. It doesn't stand for that at all, apparently. Let's circle back to that. But I learned of this because breaking July 12th, 2022, the Senate reissued or, or sent out their Intelligence Authorization Act for fiscal year 2023, their Intelligence Authorization Act. And apparently within this, you know, this act covers a lot of territory, everything from food insecurity because of the Russian invasion of Ukraine to illegal immigration. But within it, the Senate Intelligence Committee chat literally basically chastised the Department of Defense, for their UAP response and said, hey, you know what? These drones and things, that's interesting. All these, you know, the drones and natural phenomenon that you blamed UAP encounters by, mil by our military officials and servicemen at our congressional hearing on. But you know what? We aren't satisfied with that. We want you to focus on UAPs that are not man-made. Now, you think about that for a second. That's pretty mind-blowing, right? The Senate came out. Right, that's insinuating a lot. Sure is. Senate came out and told the Department of Defense, not only 
did they tell them, by the way, they made a bill. They made a bill saying, hey, you are going to do this, Department of Defense. And so it basically has three sections in this bill, and it starts with a modification of requirement for their office to address UAP, but here's where the new, out of nowhere, the new definition of UAP jumps out. And I guess we kind of knew this based on their testimony at the UFO congressional hearing, right? But we're not no longer talking about unidentified aerial phenomena. We're now talking about unidentified aerospace dash undersea phenomena. (laughs) (laughs) So transmedium is the buzzword here in, in this new release. And that's one of the things that really jumped out is the ability of not man-made objects to go from space to flight in our atmosphere, of course, to underwater transmedium. So it's now UAP, Unidentified Aerospace Undersea Phenomenon. So it's pretty dense as there all bills are. In there. there is. It's it's unidentified okay. aerospace hyphen undersea phenomenon. So I don't know. Maybe okay. it's not even UAP anymore. Maybe it's UAUP. Well, it's good to know that somebody in the Senate also wants answers because I feel like so many of the things that we've heard recently are getting swept under the rug, right? These missiles that are flying past jets, that are flying past commercial airliners, these things that are totally unexplained that people are saying, oh, that's just contrails. Yes. (laughs) Okay, sure. Finally, somebody's going, no, this is a threat. This is a threat to our military. This is a threat to our non-military folks that are flying in aircrafts. We need an answer. And it sounds like, okay, people in the Senate are trying to do that. But then is the Department of Defense responding correctly? Are they actually doing anything? Right. I spoke to our military consultant, Mr. J, this morning about this topic. And one interesting thing he brought up, it seems like, you know, our, at least some lawmakers in the Senate, they legitimately don't know what's going on, right? Like we've heard this narrative before, like they're all in on it and they're keeping it from us. But it sounds like at least some of them, enough to pass a bill, by the way, don't know that they're not satisfied. And he brought up this term, and I'm going to throw it out there. We won't dig too far into it. But shadow government, you know, a lot of people think that there's really, you know, a government, a real power behind who we think's in power. Like even the people that think they're in power, as we see from this bill, they, they don't know anything. They're not really in power right. whatsoever. It's pretty great in this bill, too. They said that they directed... DOD to come up with a new a new group that would be in charge of at least the following and collect all data and basically make all the following answer to them. I've never even heard of some of these. Get this, the CIA, we've heard of them, National Security Agency, NSA, Department of Energy. Mm. How often do we hear, 
you know, about UFOs and UAPs associated with atomic nuclear power plants, etc. Right? Very interesting. I think that they've got the yeah. Department of Energy on here. The National Reconnaissance Office, NRO, hmm. I guess. Not even sure what that is. The Air Force, of course. The Space Force. The Defense Intelligence Agency. And this last one, I don't even know what it is. The National Geospatial Intelligence Agency. <laughs> okay. All right. Cool. Well, they definitely are just coming up for names of things. And even the Department of Defense, as I was reading through their official announcement of their establishment of this new office, they talk about changing the name. They're renaming and expanding the scope of what was originally known as the Airborne Object Identification and Management Group, which I didn't even know existed. They're renaming that to the All-Domain Anomaly Resolution Office, A-A-R-O, or which I'm going to call ARO, and maybe that was their intention, was for all of us to call it ARO. But to me, it sounds like they are just constantly renaming a non-existent group of people. <laughs> like there's nobody yes. actually working for this group, but we're going to keep throwing these very complicated names out there and pretending like we're doing something. I believe they called it AIMSOG at the UFO hearing. Very short-lived. Here's a little sad beat for AIMSOG. <laughs> Your time on this earth was short. <laughs> and by the way, this happened but quick. What's the difference? Like, if we break it down, what's the difference between, I guess it's the airborne part, airborne object identification and management group to all domain. Okay, so now they want to look at land, sea, water, space. Well, and so again, this happened pretty quick. So the Senate passed this bill July 12th. July 20th, the Department of Defense put out for immediate release the establishment of ARO, All Domain Anomaly Resolution Office. Basically, this renamed and expanded the scope. So I think that's the main thing, like you just said, they're expanding the scope. The Senate said, hey, you know, pretty fascinating about these drones and all, but we want you to expand the scope. We want to know about not man-made things, etc." We want to know about stuff happening in space, underwater. Which, by the way, you remember, you remember this, CJ, from the UFO hearing. So some of that, I think, sir, we'll save for closed session. And do you remember this? How could I forget it? For <laughs> and you remember this? So I think uh, that would be more appropriately addressed in closed session. Sir. So, closed session, right? They went into closed session about so many different topics, but clearly they weren't satisfied by what they learned in closed session either. Right. Now, this yeah. Department of Defense press release, oh, yeah. I mean, they came out of there, I feel like, pretty upset because here, not too long later, new bill really socking it to the Department of Defense. And this press release is really pretty, pretty short. They basically came out with three primary objectives of Arrow. All right, and by the way, everybody that's out there from NASA on down the line is supposed to be reporting to Arrow now, if you believe that. But they're supposed to be reporting to Arrow. They got six primary objectives here. 
and these are mind-blowing, some of them especially. Number one, surveillance, collection, and reporting. Well, I feel like that was, yeah, I feel like that was basically already an objective of AIMSOG, so not really anything new there. But number two, I think it's pretty mind-blowing, system capabilities and design. Now, you tell me, why would you need to study the system capabilities and design of not man-made objects? Right. We're not talking about ball lightning here. We're not talking about meteors. Yeah. That, that brings this to mind. I was messaging with our friend of the show, Chris Eberhardt, with the U.S. Sun this morning. Mm-hmm. And he could not have said it any better. He said, not only is this one of the first bills he's ever seen to mention transmedium, back to the bill, but as far as this new Aero Agency, it's like there are no definitive answers, but lots of legit sourcing pointing to something. This is a perfect example of that. There's no legitimate there's no actual sources saying that there are crap right. from out of this world. Yeah. But it's it's all the signs, right? It's like the magic eight ball. All the signs point <laughs> to aliens. Yes. <laughs> it's like that it's like that uh ma'am. It's I'm not saying it was aliens, but it was aliens, right? Now you just think about it. The Senate chastise DOD. We want you to, let's get into not man-made objects here. And Arrow's okay. number two responsibility, system capabilities and design. Well, what else is there? What does that leave? Yeah. Number three, intelligence, operations, and analysis. I don't think of- I really understand what that means in terms of looking at Aerial and underwater phenomena, intelligence operations, and analysis. Unless we are suggesting that there's some sort of intelligent being behind the design. Right. And it does seem to suggest that, right? Like if your focus is shifting away from from man-made objects, and arrow that we're talking about the objectives of arrow here they've got six number three intelligence operations and analysis again it's just one of those little things right that on paper it doesn't say we're looking for aliens but it kind of mm-hmm. says it if you read between the lines yeah number four was also mind blowing and another shout out to friend of the show Chris Eberhart with the U.S. Sun who recently wrote a mind blowing article based on his sources within the Air Force that our Air Force has been engaging with UFOs, with UAPs, and by engaging, I mean firing on, along with other countries, by the way, in active war zones. Right. Which is just, wow, holy cow. I mean, if true, you're talking about one of the most important discoveries in the history of mankind. I know, well, it shifts the focus from everything, and it makes you start going, okay, what's the real reason for the war? 
in those areas. Yes, yes. But you know what? It's still easy for the public who, like you said, you can't even open the news, by the way, without reading a ridiculous news story about one of the Kardashians. But, I can't. I, but the yeah, public, having, they don't yeah. even pay attention. They still say, well, sources and Air Force, whatever. But this, to me, this is actual, not proof, but this backs up the Chris Eberhardt story in the U.S. Sun about our Air Force firing on UFOs. Number four, objective of Arrow, mitigation and defeat. Mm-hmm. That's just pretty yeah. straightforward, isn't it? I would think so. They're going to take them down. How else can you describe that? We cannot be mitigating and defeating. I mean, unless you're talking about some sort of Bruce Willis movie or something <laughs> where an asteroid is heading in a cataclysmic way toward the Earth, and we're talking about mitigating and defeating the asteroid in some sort of, you know, Hollywood superhero type of way. Blockbuster. Right. I mean, they're just basically saying it, right? Like, okay, the Senate, July 12th, says, hey, we're tired of you telling us about man-made objects. Let's get to the nitty-gritty. We want you to focus on not man-made objects. Let's get going here. And now the number four objective of Arrow is the mitigation and defeat of UAPs, unidentified aerospace underwater phenomenon. Yeah, something big is happening. I think so, too. I see on Twitter a lot now this notion of disclosure. There are a lot of big folks in the UFO community who feel like some sort of disclosure is imminent. I don't know if that's true. I doubt it. Right. <laughs> I really doubt it. I, I don't mean, think. I can tell you this. I really don't. I, I do not think purposeful disclosure is imminent, but accidental discovery might be imminent. Forced disco- disclosure might be imminent, but I have a feeling whoever knows is going to just going to hold out forever, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think they're running a tight ship and keeping as little information from leaking as possible. But that was one very important part of the bill, and I don't want to overstate this. The importance of this one section of the bill had to do with whistleblowers, and that's one of the big problems that we're having with our servicemen and reporting UFOs and UAPs and the truth of them and then also getting it out to the public is they don't necessarily fall under or they haven't fallen under typical whistleblower laws. They more are more likely to get prosecuted for treason, for example, than they are to be protected by whistleblower laws. So obviously that stuff is going to kind of stay within the, within the house, so to speak. So this new bill by the Senate, includes language, whistleblower language, to protect, you know, this UFO, UAP, whistleblower information. So maybe that will kind of open things up there as well. But number four, mitigation and defeat of UAPs. I mean, wow. Well, let's analyze this real quick, CJ. This can only mean two things. It is either foreign adversary technology now is it yes now one thing i have worried about on twitter lately i'm not gonna lie i've this occurred to me the other day 
because we're seeing a lot of stuff happening with China right now, too. Are some of these other countries escalating tensions around the world right now because they have advanced technology based on recovered UFO technology? Pretty frightening, right? Yeah, certainly a possibility. Yep. I mean, a lot of people believe we've got that. Mm-hmm. You would have to think around the world, other governments may have it too. But again, it can only mean one of two things. Either we're talking about adversarial foreign technology, either derived from UFO technology or just, you know, derived from their own advancements. Or I think there's only one other option here. We're talking about extraterrestrial technology or extraterrestrial, an extraterrestrial force. Or I suppose, you know, we could be talking about an interterrestrial force. For example, I don't know. Let's just suppose here. Let's think really outside the box. If you had an unknown race, technologically advanced race, beneath our oceans that sometimes Mm -hmm. emerged to interact with us, is that extraterrestrial? And also, is it a foreign government? (laughs) (laughs) Foreign government, yes. Extraterrestrial, I would say no. So maybe we should say it's an unknown species to us. Right. Maybe we should. There's thousands of those, I'm sure. Maybe we should say there's three options foreign government, as far as mitigation and defeat. Number four objective of Arrow. Mitigation defeat. One, foreign governments, foreign powers, foreign entities. Two, extraterrestrials. Three, interterrestrials. <laughs> sure. And and maybe even maybe even four, extra dimensional, other dimensional. I'm not. You know, a lot of people believe. I mean, shoot. Why stop there? I'm not gonna lie. Oh maybe boy. I've been in Here the Twitterverse too long. Some Here people out go. there. I guess there's a number five. There are there are those out there who believe that our encounters with UFOs, you know what they actually are? They're actually us, our own technologically advanced selves from the future. Coming back and interacting. Coming back. Hey. And maybe who, who wins? You know, if you battle yourself from the future, is that even a good idea? <laughs> I've seen that scene from Interstellar where Matthew McConaughey is trying to get himself to stay and he's pushing the books from another dimension, trying to get himself to stay. Stay, you idiot. Stay. Don't go. Look, Don't go. All I know is this. If Marty McFly, if his prom <laughs> from the 50s had world-altering consequences, then I guarantee you if we shoot down our own folks from a thousand years in the future, that cannot be good. (laughs) That would not be good, no. But we're going to do it. We're going to shoot them down if they come our way. So, you know what? Maybe there's more possibilities than I'm thinking of, but either way, we're talking about some interesting language here, the mitigation and defeat of whatever's out there. And Mm -hmm. you're not... You're not mitigating... Okay, 
You're not mitigating and defeating ball lightning, natural phenomenon, etc. You're not defeating either a comet, an asteroid, a meteor heading toward this planet. You might be mitigating or a weather, it. weather balloon. Weather balloons, yeah. Where's Alabama George when we need him? <laughs> that dang weather balloon. All right, number Flares. four objective is interesting too. Government, governance, governance. Governance, what does this mean? Who's governance? The governance of the craft? The government behind the craft? Like who owns it? I, I, I'm not sure what they mean by governance. I do wish that they had defined that one a little bit more. I feel like they are just throwing in some big word to make it seem official that actually has no reflection of what they're doing whatsoever. So one definition of governance, I just looked it up, is control. And they use this sentence, they use it in a sentence like this, so to kind of back to your spelling bee days, CJ. What? Shall King Henry be a pupil still under the surly Gloucester's governance? (laughs) Okay. Great. That was, that was helpful. Uh, yeah, governance. So I, I control. We'll use control. Maybe that makes more sense. Who's controlling right. these objects? I think it's important to read the beginning of the objectives here. The Aero Executive Council, because we don't just have Aero either, CJ. We've got the Aero right. Executive Council led by, and we've, we've met, we've met mm-hmm. him before, led by Undersecretary of Defense, for Intelligence and Security, Ronald Moultrie. Here he is. So some of that, I think, sir, will save for closed session. We'll provide... He's really good at his job. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> we'll provide oversight and direction to the arrow along these primary lines of effort. Number five, governments. The arrow exec... I think what this is saying... You've heard of New World Order. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, you and I have been accused of potentially being a part of the Galactic Federation. Galactic Federation. <laughs> That's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> you don't remember that? I do remember. Who was that, though? She was a Palladian starseed. Okay, yeah. Okay. Lu- and a Tic Tac UFO witness. Shout out to Lucy yeah. Castle. Yes. In Great Britain. Said CJ and myself right. might be on the Galactic Federation. You never know. I'm not turning it down. <laughs> I would like leadership. Hey, role. if it gets me some more listens on this podcast, sign me up. You know what? I just realized. I think. Yeah, no. You talk, <laughs> you're talking about going viral. You start getting every star system around the universe listening, and surely that's got to ring up there the totals. But okay. I just realized something. You know who I think might be the most powerful man in the universe right now. Ooh. This guy right here. So some of that I think, sir, (laughs) will... Ronald Moultrie. I don't... I suddenly... I don't think it was a coincidence that they kind of brought the silly stuff out with him. Like, hey, you like to go to Comic-Cons and dress up like Batman. Yeah, he played the role. But this literally says, you know what? Whatever's happening here, this invasion of UAPs, Ronald Moultrie is in charge. He's in control. He yeah. will provide oversight and and direction and governance. Number five, governance, Ronald Moultrie, the Aero Executive Council, led by Ronald Moultrie. 
Do you think we could hypnotize him and get him to spill the beans? So some of that, I think, sir, we'll save for closed session. I don't think so. He's been brainwashed to just say that over and over again. And he could always just say he was role-playing, right? Like they've already established, hey, he likes to go to Comic-Cons. Hey, he likes to shoot the breeze with his family at family reunions, too. You know, we brought that <laughs> up at the barbecue. His own family wants to know what's ha- what happened at Roswell. Right. Yes. So government's really interesting. And finally, number six, the number six primary line of effort for our new office arrow Science, number six, science and technology. Again, very interesting, I think, since Senate said, hey, we don't want to know about man-made stuff. Right. Well, just because the Senate said that doesn't mean that the Department of Defense is giving in. Science and technology could still be, we want to know what our adversaries have so we can reverse engineer it so that we can either protect ourselves against it or use it as well. Yes. And of course, you could be talking about plenty of science with natural phenomena and the science of, you know, we've got the brown mount lights. I fully believe that could be some sort of unknown to science type of lightning or natural phenomenon happening in the mountains, that sort of thing. You've got lots of lots of space traffic from meteors and, you know, things of that nature. And so the science part of that makes a lot of sense. The technology part, quite interesting. So, CJ, I think in a recap here, July 12th, the Senate passed a new bill directing the Department of Defense for more, for more scope, better analysis, better reporting. We just want to know more about UAPs. By the way, we're no longer talking about unidentified aerial phenomenon here. We're talking about unidentified aerospace, underwater phenomenon. And and so DOD says, okay, based on your this new bill, July 20th now, eight days later, Department of Defense establishes Aero, the Airborne Object Identification and Management Group. And by the way, if you pull up either one of their official releases and start digging, good luck, my friend. You're going to be digging mm-hmm. a while. Just like all our stuff, CJ, that we've dealt with, with UFOs and UAPs, it's an endless, bottomless pit. Just like the analogy I used from the terrific book, Day After Roswell, by former Colonel Corso, rest in peace. You know, he compared it again to this cabin that you would build in a secret place, and you would put all your secrets in the cabin, right? But then somebody discovers the cabin, you have to build a new one, and you have to move your secrets to the new cabin. And then that, fi- that gets discovered too, and so you build a new cabin you mo- in a new secret location, Put all your secrets in there until eventually there's so many secret cabins, right? And nobody can find the real secrets in the real secret cabin without progressively working their way through all the ones that came before. That's just like this. Because even this release from the Department of Defense, like down here, it says, see Deputy Secretary of Defense Hicks's Arrow Establishment Memo here. Click here to see that. Under that, see USD INS Moultrie's Aero Establishment Memo here. Click here. Um, and this is, I guess, straight from Ron Moultrie. And you start reading that, and it's like, okay, final paragraph. It is vital to our national security and the safety of our military personnel that we maintain awareness of anomalous objects in all domains, 
We see that word a lot too, anomalous objects in all domains. We must also keep pace with the development and employment of novel. I want to make sure everybody hears me right there. N-O-V-E-L, not naval, but novel. Novel technology by our adversaries. In doing so, we are committed to providing maximum transparency while safeguarding classified information and controlled unclassified information. The establishment of the arrow is a significant step forward in developing the capabilities and processes that are necessary to achieve these goals. And on and on we go. Okay. And on and on we go. I mean, you literally could just keep digging. Two weeks from now, there will be some other something that comes out to make us look in the other direction. (laughs) And that's not even counting the fact that, oh, we've got NASA throwing 0.004% of their budget at studying UAPs. What, I mean, what's that you all about? I think that NASA, NASA especially, would want to invest a lot into potentially understanding some of these UAPs because what if they do have the technology for interstellar travel? What if they could reverse engineer them and harness that technology to take us to new planets? to propel us into the future. You know that's one of the biggest goals of NASA is to find out where future human race might be able to live after we've completely destroyed this earth. So NASA, above all else, I would think, would have an invested interest in figuring out what these objects are and how they got here and how we could use them to get out of That's literally all the brain power I have for today. I think you're right. I don't know what NASA's up to, though. But I don't think they're in the full know. And obviously they're not, or they wouldn't be studying them. And I don't think they're going to find out for $100,000 each. sound like they are <laughs> studying them. <laughs> but I can't wait to see what they do or don't report to us. But again, CJ, is disclosure at hand? Is some sort of truth bomb at hand about UFOs and UAPs? I mean, signs just keep pointing towards some really earth-shattering news. I mean, somebody will know. It probably won't be us. But we'll keep trying. Arrow. We hope you can get it done. CJ, thanks for joining me today. Thank you. Stay unexplained, everybody. You've been listening to All Things Unexplained. If you liked this podcast, please do give us a five-star rating and leave us a review. If you would like to hear more All Things Unexplained, be sure to follow us wherever you listen to your podcasts. Our show depends on the support of listeners like you. Find us on Venmo under the business accounts. Just look for at Bigfoot UFO. If you can't get enough of us, go ahead and check us out at allthings-unexplained.com. A special thanks to our producer, director, sound mixer, editor, and the man who wears far too many hats. No, seriously, he wears a lot of hats, Dr. Tim Mounts. Without you, we couldn't keep the lights on. Thanks for listening to All Things Unexplained.